Right, how are you? Hello, 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 and welcome to Pottervision Podcast, the podcast where every single 14 days, myself, Lucas Kirby, and this gent in a Big Brother style armchair, Tom, get your feet away from my notes. Oh, he says that now the camera's on. Yeah, oh, he was stamping all over him before, it was lovely. Oh. Yeah, we look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books, and then we have a good old chat about them. Mm. We're here, we're still at the Edinburgh Fringe, one week to go, and we're on episode 120, chapter 25 of The Order of the Phoenix, The Beetle at Bay. Tom, how the devil are you, my friend? I'm all right, we are, what, one week left to go to the Fringe, final week starting today. Yeah, final week, reckon we must have done about 15, 16 shows so far? Yeah, two shows a day. Yeah. Oh, Exhausting, isn't it? Yeah, bloody tiring. Well, because you know, if you're just standing and talking, it's fair enough. But with Potter Vision, we're running about being silly. And in an improv show I did yesterday, I was picking somebody up and pretending they're a spoon, a fully grown woman. I, right, let me tell you this. So yeah. My stand up shows, if you've come to any of my stand up shows, yeah. <laughs> it's either a very good show or a bit of a tense show, depending mm. on your mood. No, no, no. Oh. What energy the oh. audience give me. Right, yeah. The audience are nice to me. They give good energy. Yeah. Saturday night, I go out. I'm like, hey, let's start the show. I go, let's get to know some of you for a bit. I go, what's your name, pal? Guy goes like this. <laughs> Looks at his mate. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Bad show. Last night was fantastic. Yeah. I was dancing on the ceiling. It was oh. tremendous. Brilliant. Come out, Australian guy, a bit, bit too cool. I go, yeah. what would you have for breakfast today? He goes, I didn't have breakfast. I'm like, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of people who don't have breakfast. You're one of them. Yeah, not by choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, by character defect. Yeah, I say to him, all right, what was the first thing you ate? And I went, not ever, because that would be milk. Yeah. <laughs> and I went, well, we're on the subject. Breast or formula? Yeah. <laughs> and what was he? Formula boy. Yeah. Formula boy. And then I started asking people. I was like, is yeah. it weird that we all know that? I don't know that. Well, a lot of people do, whether we were breastfed. Yeah. Or we'll have to ask your mum when she comes up. Yeah, we will do. Lovely Bre- to see, uh, before <laughs> I forget, did I latch on or was a formula? Did I have a good go on them bad boys? Sorry. <laughs> I, wouldn't so, yeah, I wouldn't say that. But Sorry, Mum, who listens to this podcast. I was asking people. We're going to say that to her. I was asking people. <laughs> going around, breast formula, breast formula, breast. A load of people knew. Yeah, yeah. Very few people didn't know, right? Yeah, yeah. I had a late comer come in, 10 minutes in, right, one seat left at the front. He comes and sits down at the front. Yeah. This woman, this girl, she's got a bit too excited. As soon as he sits down, she goes, Were you breastfed? <laughs> like that to him. Yeah. And then I go like this What the hell are you talking about? That's funny. <laughs> I go, I am so sorry, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I've got no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I, I pretended that yeah, I, she was insane. She just asked how. <laughs> yeah. Whole place was dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely going crazy. That's funny. Just playing, in it? Like, the audience love to see, like... You play on stage like in the games. Acting, I was acting out so well. Going, we don't do that. 
Yeah. And someone comes in, sits down. You don't just ask them whether they were breastfed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was she laughing as well, the woman that asked it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, that's good. I love when sometimes people just have just enough personality. Yeah, yeah. That's the lad behind. I was like, what'd you have for breakfast today, lad? He goes, Rice Krispies. She just starts laughing. <laughs> Pathetic. I go, Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's but like, I think, I think we were talking about this the other day, but like when you start off with doing comedy, <laughs> you feel like when someone heckles or when someone says something, you have to top it or you have mm. to like better it. But sometimes it's just funny to react. Like, if they said something <laughs> funny, it's, like, funny just to be, like, shocked or surprised. If anything, it's not so easy. We had a guy in Potter Vision yesterday. He was being Molly Weasley, and we asked him... Oh, no, no, we asked... Uh, oh, it's first the twins, wasn't it? Yeah, George Weasley or something. Yeah. Who's your fancy at Hogwarts? Fred says, nobody. George says, me mum. <laughs> yeah. And we were like... <laughs> <laughs> so we were like that. And then... I'm. I go to another guy, uh, the <coughs> one who's playing uh, Mrs. Weasley. Mm. I say, uh, we're going to go buy uh, flu powder. Why don't you explain to Harry how flu powder works? Mm. And yeah. he turns around, this guy, and he goes, well, I lift me leg and my son goes up diagonally. Like that. And she like, cocks his leg up, all rude. And then you went, I am so sorry, Harry. <laughs> I asked him not to be like this. Fool's <laughs> good. Yeah, we just pretended... To, well, we, did, we were shocked, weren't we? They were a very depraved audience yesterday. I like when they do that. Yeah. Oh, it's... Fu- yeah, we get Fang up. So we get a guy dressed up as a doggy. And uh, Tom goes, can I stroke him? Man immediately starts unzipping his trousers. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird show. It was a very strange show, but it was a fun one, wasn't it? It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And... Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm bloody enjoying doing a new show this year. Oh. Feels fresh. Let old acquaintance be forgotten. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Old Lang Syne. Old Lang Syne. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I saw something that you would have loved the other day. Right. Tell me. So I'm driving into Edinburgh City Centre, right, and I'm driving through the meadows, if you can imagine such a thing. Yeah, driving right. across the grass, people are picnicking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are diving out of the way. <laughs> oh, save your lollabums. Uh, no, I'm driving through the meadows on a road, right, and uh, traffic lights, right, they go red. We all stop. There's about three lanes of traffic, right. So we're there waiting for the traffic lights to change. Suddenly... A man with three juggling clubs walks in the middle of the road, mm. right, smiling, starts doing a routine for the audience. Right, so we're there sat waiting for the traffic lights to change. And he's amazing, this guy. Right, He's, he's doing things behind his back, under his leg, on his head, on his chest, doing all these tricks. It's fantastic. And the audience are loving it. I'm looking around, people in the cars, they're like, oh, like this, enjoying it, right? He finishes, he does a bow like this. People are winding the windows down, going, yeah, like that, clapping, cheering, like that. And he's like that. Then he takes his hat off like this, starts walking to the car. Everyone starts winding the windows up, angry. 
I'm like not looking at him. Not bloody giving money to you. But it just met the tone change was fantastic to witness. From whooping and cheering this man from the cars to not wanting to look him in the eye because they want, don't want to give him any money. <laughs> oh, it was good. <laughs> How much is a quick routine worth? A couple of quid. Well, he wants a tenner, doesn't he? He's not having one for two minutes. <laughs> can have two quid. Can old acquaintances be Hey, and I saw uh, someone trying to shoplift Sainsbury's. Oh, yeah. yeah Tell yeah, me yeah. more. I was in Sainsbury's the other day, right? There's a lady at the uh, checkout, at the self-checkout. And she goes, um, oh, I can't pay. My, my phone's run out of battery. I can't pay. Right. And she's there waiting for ages. Right. I think she's hoping for, like, another shopper to be like, don't worry, I'll get this. Yeah. But nobody helps her. And she's like, oh, it's run out of battery. She's like trying to get help from the people who work there. And then uh, a member of staff comes over and he goes, you stole from us this morning. She's like, I didn't, I didn't. He's like, you did. You stole from us. And she goes, no, no, it, it must have been somebody who looked like me. And he was like, no, no, it was you. And she goes, no, no, loads of people look like me. And he goes, look, you're even dressed the same. It was you. Right. She goes, no, no, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. A lot me. of people wear this. <laughs> Lots of people wear this. Wedding dress with makeup all down it. <laughs> you know, no, you stole from us, it's you, get out. And then she goes, aye, fair enough. <laughs> and then she walked out. But then she got a second wind. She comes back in a minute later. She goes, you, I want your name and your number. Like this. My number, he's not a policeman. I know. Man turns, <laughs> the guy who works in Sainsbury's, turns around and goes, no, no, I don't even want to date with you. <laughs> Everyone in Sainsbury's is like, <laughs> 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 laughing like this, and then she went off in a huff. <laughs> That's brilliant. It was great. No, no, I don't even want to date with you. <laughs> That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. Well done, mate. Standing ovation from everyone in Sainsbury's. Oh, but he felt good after that. Yeah, yeah. Why did your policeman start saying that? Oh, yeah. you know, oh, I don't want to date with you. You just strangled me father. Oh, you've just pepper sprayed my nephew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, a couple of bits of excitement. Have you been up to much this week? Oh, I had an early one. <laughs> I got on the wrong bus last night. Did you? <laughs> I was like, I get the nine, so I'll get on the nine, but I got on the nine going the wrong way. <laughs> God, how long did that take you out? Well, I started, uh, started going <laughs> the opposite way. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, might turn, might do a Yui. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did that once. Like, I'm just not proactive at all. Like, I got on the same thing as you. This was in Germany. The right number, but the wrong direction. And then I'm like, well, it'll get back to near where I need to be at some point. And then uh, half an hour later, he was like, well, we finish here. I was like, oh, oh. two hours walk. From <laughs> two <laughs> hours walk for me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Martina had to come pick me up. Martina, Martina, look what happened. Look what happened. I, I got the eight. It went the wrong way. I thought he'd eventually bring me home, Martina. Mm. Maybe we take you to the doctor soon. <laughs> <laughs> Finally get you examined. Get me bloody examined, why don't you? 
Well, so I've been up to, I've been, um, oh, I'm trying to recover. I had two yeah. early nights. I had one yesterday and one tonight. Last night, I mean, day before, and then last night. Oh, it's nice. I couldn't sleep, though. Did you ever find this? You've over, like, exerted your body throughout the day. Yeah, yeah. And you finally get in bed, and you're, like, wide awake. I was, like, I got half an hour. Yeah. And I woke up. I was, like, oh, I guess I'll eat a load of chocolate and milk then. Yeah, a load of chocolate and milk. Well, it's almost like you get too tired. Like, you get beyond sleepy. You just become, like, yeah. ill. I was too like, tired to yeah. sleep. Yeah, not sleepy anymore. You're ill now. Mm. Oh, I'm a. Yep. Thank you. I was just rolling around like wailing like an animal. Yeah. Oof. The neighbours were banging on. Stop it. Stop it. I can't. I'm overtired. I'm ill now. We're trying to sleep. Oh. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I can't help but notice this uh, fly you've been given here. Go on. So most people in Edinburgh uh, get flyered for comedy shows. Tommy's been flyered for uh, a lap dancing bar. Yep. And it's it's called Burke and Hare, mm. named after the famous Edinburgh-based Grave Robbers. It's a lap dancing bar, yeah? Of course it's going to be named after the local criminals. I'm thinking of uh, setting up my own business, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Thinking of the Fred and Rose West tanning salon oh that's brilliant what else you got like that. i'm thinking of doing uh jack the ripper stationery supplies oh yeah what else you got i'm thinking uh the moors murder mud baths oh that's one sad oh yeah i forgot yeah that's actually re- a bit related isn't it ignore that last one i didn't mean to make that related to <laughs> the crime a bit um ignore that I've got no time to edit these things out. All right. It's not being edited. Um, It was supposed to be unrelated. But it ended up a bit slightly related. Anyway, let's not dwell on it, Lucas. What the criminals are, they? We've got the uh, Osama Bin Laden airline. Yeah. (laughs) They're not supposed to be related (laughs) to the the thing. Okay, sorry. So let me try again. All right. right. We have got Tony Blair. Yeah. Um, illegal wars. Now, what am I talking about? <laughs> Welcome to the Raoul Moat Massage Parlour. <laughs> Audience, you're going to fit. You're going to pick your best three from what we've said, and uh, I'll try it in a live stand-up comedy routine. We've got the Hugh Grant Hamster Shop. The Hugh, that's Richard Gear. Richard Gear's. Ham- we've got the Hugh Grant Prostitute Ring. There we go. Oh, sex worker ring. Yeah, I feel like you've missed the point of the joke. The idea is that Burke and Hare have got nothing to do with stripping. Me missing the point. Missing the point. <coughs> right, what's we got? Strip club. Women are going to be scantily clad. Yeah. Shaking their hoo-hahs about. Yeah. What do you want to call that? Well, I'll tell you who, uh, who stole parts of bodies. Yeah. Burke and Hare. Burke and Hare. Uh, bodies. Yeah. yeah. They must have a man's genitals on or something. <laughs> right. Right, we're not editing any of this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, well, we do apologise, listeners. We know there are some young people that listen. It's a family podcast. We had a listener on our front row on our show last night. Oh, yeah. Who was it? I forget their name, but oh, my God, it was funny. Yeah. Because I couldn't address it. 
Yeah. But they tried to start so many rounds of applause that no one was joining in. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Finish a joke. Yeah, yeah. How did you know they were a listener? Spoke to them afterwards. Ah, oh, that makes sense. Every night, they and their partner go to sleep listening to the podcast. Fantastic. How lovely. Isn't that mad? Yeah, yeah. They're going to sleep to me and you're going, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, just get 40 winks. It's the most murderous mud baths. <laughs> Lovely. Night, night. Lovely. Um, I went to see Jody Kamali's show. Tell me more. Tell day. me more. Did he put up a show? He did put on a show. Uh, it was fantastic. <coughs> but there was a lady in the audience who I've never seen a more angry audience member. So she was about our age. And she she couldn't find the venue, and we were looking for it as well, and she seemed really lovely. She sits on the front row. Now, Jodie Kamali's show is very interactive, right, and very intense. Like, I was up with a moustache chasing him around the room with a fake moustache on at one point, and another point, he, uh, like, spat some lettuce into the audience. So it, it, it was very intense, and he came at me with some fangs and put his hands on my shoulders. He did that. Uh, but this this woman, she was watching the whole show with nothing but hatred in her eyes. And at one point, she was lying almost horizontally. Now, she's in the front row in the middle, and she was like this. <sighs> Not wanting to look at it. Angry at what she was seeing. It was weird. And at one point, he was like, are you all right? And then she gave him, like, a really fake smile. And she was like... Like that, nodding. And then he carried on. But he, get, he like that was him giving her an opportunity to leave. I've had, I've had plenty of them. Yeah, plenty of them. Ten to the dozen at my show. I've been having my best show of my life. Yeah. I'm crying to the audience. You guys have been absolutely fantastic tonight. Honestly, you've been so amazing. Like, this has been the best one ever. And some like, two girls in the audience were like, Jesus Christ. It's been the worst show I've ever seen. What's he talking about? Yeah. So either you or they are uh, mm. out of touch with reality. Oh, I wouldn't like to say which. No, no, wouldn't like to say. Tom, wait, wait, I've got loads more to say. What the hell have you got to say to me? What is what? Edinburgh is a beautiful place. There is some shining. The weather changes at the drop of a cushion. Yes, it does. Mm. We, uh, oh, we've had drama. Uh, there's a room next to ours. Oh, yeah. There's a room next to ours. Uh, they're called the, and they've got a show. It's called the Irish Comedy Invasion. And this is an Irish show performed by Irish people. Right. For the Irish. Right. Tom repeatedly keeps, when he tells this story, he keeps <laughs> mentioning the word Irish as if this is a race related incident. And it's not. It's an individual-related incident. Right. And we'll start on a show the other day, and they have got... Never have we had noise bleed like this. But they start... They pump up the speakers to full max volume. Yeah. To the point where we come out on stage, we're like, hi, everyone, we're the Part Vision Boys. Do you love us? 
and no one can hear us. Yeah. We don't hear the audience say to us back, yes, we do love you. You're the Pop Vision boys. Yeah. So Lucas goes, right, fuck this shit. I'm going to go have a word. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it got to the point, because we don't use microphones. So it got to the point where I couldn't even hear myself saying the lines. Mm. So, so I, He yeah. walks off. Yeah. Leaves me on stage alone. So funny. Why are you spinning this story? I stopped it. I said, look, uh, we're going to stop the show for two minutes and I'm going to talk to them. We got a big cheer because the audience couldn't hear. Yeah, what you we got big cheers. Left me on stage for two minutes. Grabbed the microphone. I go, hello, everyone. And I started telling them about how Amazon's increasing their price for Prime. Yeah, I don't know why you were doing it. <laughs> I said to the audience, we're going to have a two minute break. Go backstage for two minutes. You don't have to keep them going. <laughs> I was setting it up that they could just have a rest for two minutes and then we'll start back up. I come back into him going, it's gone up again, hasn't it? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a silence. <laughs> um, and so anyway, Lucas goes off and goes, excuse me, sweet Irish cherubs. He's making it up. He said, sweet people, I love you. Right? Yeah. He said, we can't hear, our audience can't hear us. Can you turn the sound down a bit? They said to you, fuck off. Essentially, yeah. Well, because I, I went, sorry, uh, is there any way you can turn the microphone down? Like, the audience can't hear what we're saying. And they turned around to me and went, well, we can't hear our play when you've got music on. And I said, well, we have one 30-second piece of music that we have at the beginning and then at the end. Mm. They were like, well, well, we're finishing in 10 minutes, so you're just going to have to wait, aren't you? Yes, yeah, so then you came up, we had to use a microphone, and then we were like, uh, I was like, all right, I'll just try and be louder than them. And yeah. so I screamed out the microphone. Went, and then, But then the next day it was better. But then a guy was came up to me the following day, and he was like... Um, Irish fella. Yeah, Irish fella, yeah, yeah, he was Irish. He goes, um, what have I been hearing about people complaining about the noise in our show? Well, I said, well, that was me. Uh, it was very loud. We couldn't hear it. And he goes, look, look, we're living, let live. We're living, let live. We don't complain about your show. So you shouldn't complain about our show. I was like, well, you did complain about our show because you turned the volume up to 100%. He's like, well, well, we'll shake hands and say no more about it. I was like, all right, then. Uh, and then it's been all right since. So, yeah, But whenever they see us, they hide. Yeah, they do. I One walked does. down the stairs and a lady ran off. She does that where I see her as well. Yeah, yeah. So, but I feel like I don't think I was complaining. I think I was just like a polite request. Mm. They're acting as if we'd like well, we told the big boss. We didn't complain either. Like we didn't no. complain. You made a request, but I think didn't he say the audience had gone off and complained? Yeah, I think audiences has complained, and it's like, well, that's nothing to do with us. If the audience want to complain, that's within their right. Yeah, we don't control them. They're not our children. Even though we would like that. Yeah, I mean, we did include it in the bucket speech. Uh, <laughs> please, please complain uh, if you want to. If you like the show, complain next door. But don't say we said anything. No, please. please. Lads, please. we can hear you on the mic. We can hear what you're saying. <laughs> we can hear you instigating it. Ooh. I was like... Uh, what's his <laughs> Donald Trump when they stormed the White House? It was funny when he, when he came to have a word with you the other day because uh, Tom Roberts came in. Yeah, yeah. Like, Any of you want to talk to an angry Irishman? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I was like, 
Well, this will put me off. I won't be able to do the show if I go out. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I better stay here. <laughs> so I went. And it was all right. It was amiable enough. Mm. I'd explained what I did. A bit happened. in front of the audience, though. Yeah, I know. I was like, so I went out and I was like, oh, do you want to come into the room and we can talk privately? He's like, no, no, no. Live and let live. He kept saying live and let live. I don't know what that means. Live and let die, James Bond. Yeah, maybe. No, live and let live. It's like, I guess it means let's just get on with it. Let's just get on with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. carpe diem. See you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carpe pig. Yeah, yeah. You only live once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pig, pig, pig. <laughs> These are all just nearly James Bond films. You only live once. Live yeah, and let yeah, live. Yeah, Moonraker. Come on. Yeah, yeah, Moonraker. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I'm saying is your music's very loud. Yeah, yeah, Casino Royale. Yeah, 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 Golden Finger. Uh, it's not <laughs> Golden Finger. <laughs> Sounds worse than it is. He has got a Golden Finger. He, he has. Uh, he's, well, no, he's not got a Golden Finger, but he makes a woman into gold, doesn't he? He covers her in gold and kills her. Gold paint. Gold paint. He's painting this woman gold. It's yeah. sick. It's disgusting. And also, gold. Gold finger. Yeah. Why can't you speak English? <laughs> Why you I knew you were going to bring this up. Gold finger. What did you do during the years of 1939, <laughs> 1945? Tell us. Yeah. You look up the guy who played Goldfinger. Uh, he's a Nazi, basically. <laughs> I'm sure we've mentioned it before. We're mentioning it again. Do you know what? It is funny what the boys bring up time and time <laughs> again, isn't it? <laughs> You know, there's current affairs, but no, they're still bringing up the man who played Goldfinger. <laughs> I can't. Well, you know. <laughs> I think um, current affairs are miserable. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Boo bloody who. Boo bee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, last week's episode, two weeks ago, I remember describing what a boo bee was. Did you? That's good. Huh? Well, I went to Jolly Bee. Did we talk about that? Last week's episode. No, no. Was that the time you took me to Jollibee? So funny. Yeah. So Lucas goes, right, I've got to be somewhere soon. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to Jollibee. And he's like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, it's quite far away. And he goes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jollibee far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we go. And he's like, how fucking far are you taking me? Yeah. I'm like, it's like half hour walk. Turn back. <laughs> you get there. And uh, I'm like, right, I'm just going to get a smells, get a burger. Yeah. Get some bottle of water. Lucas goes, uh, can I have a five-course meal? <laughs> they go, we can make that, I guess. He goes, here's 25 quid. Well, it was, the, it was like the offer, wasn't it? It was like the Jolly, bu- the Jolly Bee meal deal thing. It, it turned out it was like two desserts <laughs> and like three main bits. It took ages to make. Yeah. It was taking absolutely ages to make. And Lucas is like, what's going on in here? Yeah. Mate. <laughs> Turns out they were baking a peach pie for me. (laughs) (laughs) They were. (laughs) There was a naughty little boy. Do you remember the naughty little boy? No, what was he doing? He kept running out onto the street and his mum was just on her phone. And so the sister, who the sister must have only been about six, had to keep going to get him. And then he was like dancing about above the table. So there was like a bit of a bit you could stand on. And at one point he sneezed on a woman's head. (laughs) And she was... uh, it was so funny because she was absolutely outraged, but then because he was a toddler, she couldn't do anything. So he sneezed on her head, and I saw her snot go in to her hair. And then she turned, and she was like, oh! 
Oh, and she just looked angrily at him, and he was like dancing. La 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 la. La 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 la. I was uh, I was on the bus last night. So I was upstairs, front seat, like lovely, yeah. Yeah. Dad and his boy get on. The rest of the bus is empty. Yeah. Upstairs. Dad and boy get on. <coughs> boy comes up to me. He goes, "Move that. My bag on my seat." I'm like, "Yeah." Move my seat because he wants to sit at the front as well. Oh, right, yeah, so yeah. So I move it my own. I've got a little boy with me. His dad's like, no, come on. <laughs> <laughs> sit with that man, sit with me. <laughs> That's funny. I know. So move that. Oh. The idea of a double decker bus fascinates me. Hmm. Like how they exist. Well, imagine a triple decker bus. Is that a thing? In Harry Potter, it is. Oh, in Harry Potter, it is, yeah. <laughs> but like, it's. It's just sounded so mental to me, you going, well, I got on the bus, uh, then I went upstairs. What? Yeah, I was thinking, I, je- I think because I don't get the bus that often Yeah. in the rest of the year, I'm like, I find it so stupid. Like, I'm like, right, driver's going 30 and I'm walking up a flight of stairs. It's mad, isn't it? <laughs> it's mad how, like, the... <laughs> what? <laughs> Zero, like... In a car. Health and Never safety. take your seatbelt off. La 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 la. It's mad, isn't it? No seatbelts doing a roly poly down the aisles. Wee! <laughs> I must have told you that happened to a kid in my school. No, no, what, what, what? Kid was messing about on the school bus, right? Swinging in between the aisles. The bus does an emergency stop. This girl does a forward roll down the aisle. That's funny. <laughs> the momentum takes her forward. Wee! It was fantastic to watch. I feel like. Hmm. Some people. Oh yeah, the Irish. No, no. All oh, no. right, sorry. No, no. <laughs> some people, yeah. sometimes girls, sometimes boys, don't know how <laughs> to control like when they're falling. Yeah. If I'm falling, yeah. I'm not hitting the ground. No. I'm grabbing something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm staying up. Yeah. <sighs> I have an instance where I've seen. I feel like some people, when they take a tumble, they're yeah. hitting the floor. Yeah. When was the last time you fell over? I fall over all the time. <laughs> I was playing mini golf the other day. <laughs> you didn't tell me about this. <laughs> it was with the Murder Inc. lot. I was playing mini golf, right? And I just take a step back onto like a fake boulder. I'm like that. Oh! oh. <laughs> Honestly, it took me about 10 seconds to not fall. So you didn't fall? Yeah, I know, but it was like, <laughs> I was like falling for 10 seconds and only just, ma- the only reason I didn't fall was because the rock was tall. <laughs> you make me laugh. <laughs> well, I got two reasons. Stuff, you're such a weird man. We are doing part of vision and there's a can that um, snakes come out of, a can of nuts, and it is rolling away from you. And the whole audience is watching you and you're the closest one to it. And you're just watching it with your mouth agape, like, oh. And then until it finally falls onto the floor, and I go, you could have caught that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the audience would find it funny. Maybe people aren't as fascinated as me. Like, I saw it rolling, I was like, oh, it'd be funny just to let this happen. <laughs> and let it fall on the floor. <laughs> I just thought your reactions were that slow. Oh, no, no, I was I like, like everyone, everyone, everyone laughed as well. Yeah. I think they thought the same as me. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And then also, you make me laugh, because like I'm like, right, that's, um, at the end of the show, I'm packing up, and I'm like, where's he left his glasses today? Oh, face down on some s- 
rock slab. <laughs> I never find them. I nearly left without them the other day. I always find them and put them back so like it's wait. So hopefully you'll see. <laughs> I'm like I'm your nana with Alzheimer's. I'm looking at them now and I'm seeing scratches all over them. Yeah, yeah, they are a bit, uh, <laughs> bit whatever. Hey, but... Uh, <laughs> The other day, I'm driving into, uh, I'm driving to the supermarket. I'm like, why have I got a headache? I'm like, well, not put my glasses on. <laughs> I'm just driving around, all everything all fuzzy. I'm like, oh, yeah, got to put my specs on today. Yeah, sometimes you start pot of vision with your glasses just on. Yeah, and that then sometimes take them off. That makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah, why not, eh? But it's very sad, like. I'm, feel like I'm losing my eyesight quickly. I struggle to... When I've not got my glasses on in pot vision, I don't see the audience very well any, anymore. Yes, getting older. Can I just leave them on? Yeah, maybe. How yeah. And then when you play Harry, you put you'd swap. Yeah, I suppose. And then but I feel like my expre- you can't see my, my expressions as well. Put that back on. When I've got my glasses on. <laughs> you can't. Can you? <laughs> I worry that the light from the st- like the stage lights reflect. Oh, maybe. Maybe that's what I worry about. Well, simple solution: contacts. Contacts. Well, he's not going to do it. No, not doing that. It's the same with lights because I like playing snooker and pool, but because like you, because you like that playing snooker, you're always looking above over your glasses. So I play without glasses now. I can't see a bloody thing. I'm going. I'm working on muscle memory. Uh, Lucas. Yeah. You're in the toilet, am I? Oh. <laughs> I've just potted the black. That was a turd. That was a turd. <laughs> yeah. Stop choking my penis. Oh! <laughs> Keeps the grip. The other day, someone threw <laughs> shit at me. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We, we've uh, not mentioned this before, but we filmed our new show, and uh, it's on the Patreon. Uh, so if anyone wants to support us uh, at the Baby Hermione tier or over... Um, that's a new addition to the benefits. You can watch our new show as well mm. as the old show. That's on there as well, as well as key ring stickers and all the double vision episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely worth subscribing to. Yeah, even if you just do it for a month and watch it and then unsubscribe, you can do that. It's <coughs> fantastic. Now, Tom, you've got somewhere to be soon, so we better get started. What time is it? It's five past eleven. Oh, that got got to go quick. Yeah. Are you ready? You don't fancy driving me to town after this, do you? No, no, I've got things to do. Why don't you drive? You've got a car. <laughs> you can drive yourself. Oh, Nana doesn't drive. Nana does drive. <laughs> Nana's got a car there that's not been touched in a month. <laughs> me giving you lifts every day. Oh, Nana doesn't drive. <laughs> Nana, Nana does, does drive. drive. <laughs> Nana's lying. God, he's like, he expects a lift now. <laughs> Don't, you're not giving me a lift in ages. Last week, we meet at the venue, and you're like, no lift today then? <laughs> no? Funny. Very funny. Bloody funny. Bloody funny. Have you seen Potter Vision? Everyone else has. Funny. You're, the, you're the only one who hasn't. <laughs> they got a new bit with Moaning Myrtle. Oh, yeah, we have. Someone threw the shit at her. Someone threw the shit at Moaning Myrtle. Anyway... Chapter 25, book 5. I've got a scene where Ginny Weasley wipes her bum. <laughs> it's very mucky, isn't it? The new show. But uh, but a lot of people like that, don't they? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people like that. Yeah, yeah a lot of people like that. I could do the podcast like that. Yeah, do that. Wait, I thought you were going to be using your big uh, crane. And you like to stick the microphone on. Who's this? Dr. Crane. Dr. Crane. I don't know, who's that? Uh, Frasier. Frasier. The woman from Frasier. We were laughing the other day because there's a, an Edinburgh show called Dr. Kaboom. <laughs> right? And it's a kid's show about like a mad scientist, right? He wears a big orange lab coat and he wears these like steampunk goggles, goggles right? So anyway, we <laughs> so that's in the back of our mind. His posters everywhere. It's everywhere, right? Dr. Kaboom's big explosion show or whatever it's called, right? So we're walking through Edinburgh. There's a lady sat on the floor looking like she's collapsed. <laughs> Who rushes to her aid? But Dr. Kaboom, right, he's like probably on his way to a show or whatever, or he's flying. He's in complete costume, and we were just finding it hilarious that <laughs> that this woman, like, thinks he's a real doctor. Oh, thank God you're here, Dr. Kaboom. <laughs> and he's like, well, let's just do a few explosions on you, that'll sort you out. No, then paramedics come, and she's covered in, like, soot and guns. <laughs> yeah. What have you been doing with the Dr. Kaboom? <laughs> Look, I've done all I can. Over to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get you cleaned up, lovey. Yeah. Don't listen to Dr. Kaboom anymore. Oh, Dr. Bloody Kaboom. Dr. Bloody Kaboom. The Beetle at Bay, right? Harry is going on a romantic day out with Cho Chang, right? It's Valentine's Day. But what he's failed to say to Cho Chang is that he's agreed to meet Hermione at midday. So I don't know what time they're going to Hogsmeade, but... It's early. It's early. They're not getting a lot of time together. She's pissed off, rightly, because he's spending Valentine's Day with another woman. With another woman. A woman. Uh, and so she gets annoyed and uh, she leaves him. And he's a thicky, so he doesn't understand what's gone wrong. Then he meets Hermione. And Hermione has got two special guests, right? She's brought Luna Lovegood and Rita Skeeter, right? She's hatched a plan. She's decided that Rita Skeeter should publish Harry's version of events from, you know, the Death Eaters that he saw and the fact that Voldemort's back. And yeah. uh, Rita Skeeter's like, well, the Daily Prophet aren't going to publish that. And she says, well, this is why I've got Luna Lovegood here. It's going to be in the Quibbler, her dad's nutty magazine. And Harry's like, well, do you... Should I give my consent? And they're like, no, you're going to tell everything. And that's the end of uh, The Beetle at Bay. Oh, what a chapter. What a chapter. I bloody enjoyed this one, actually. Did you? Yeah. Did oh. you? Yeah. Yeah. Nice and long. Oh, nice long one. They've all been nice and bloody long. Every Everyone, like, the past six or seven chapters have been nearly an hour's worth of Stephen Fry's narration. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> Give it into look. Pottervision podcast listeners are always telling us that they never want the podcast to end. They want more episodes. The chapters are long. Why not cut them into bite-sized chunks? Then we could do more episodes. Then we could do more episodes. <laughs> if, if each chapter was seven minutes long. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, it's delivery man. You got to answer it. Okay. Uh, he can. Well, he can hear us. Oh, no. I've run out of energy. 
Is he still there? Mm, I can't see a shadow. No, continue. He'll be ringing you up. Uh, no, no, we're not in. Not in. I can hear you talking about Dr. Kaboom. Oh! That's not us. You talk a bit more softly. What? Oh. You're being rude anyway. Why not be properly rude and just... I'm not being just rude. Keep talking. You are. You're ignoring I him. I would take the parcel, but the thing is, I'm out all day and night. You're so not. You're here now. Normal day. Normal day. Normal day. Yeah. I'm going out after this. I'll be out all day. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Um... <laughs> uh, video podcast listeners will have noticed that he just flipped the bird at me. <laughs> so the news is out, right? The news is that 10 mass criminals have escaped from Azkaban prison. Mm. Yeah? Big, big news. Yeah? Antonin yeah. Dolohov. He's out. Oh. Augustus Rookwood. He's out. Bellatrix Lestrange. Lestrange. Yeah. Harry's obsessed with her. Yeah. He's like, all I was looking at was the sexy woman on the right-hand side of the piece of paper. He he didn't say sex. He did. He said she was beautiful. (laughs) He was like, she looked like she was beautiful before she went to Azkaban. It's like, Harry, well, (sighs) we've seen that 20th anniversary Harry Potter thing. They flirt outrageously. Yeah, um, and I, for one, what's she called again? Lawrence Llewellyn Carter Bowen. Yeah, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. What's she called? Uh, um, Justin Finch Fletcher. No, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah. I look at her and I feel nothing. Right. And And that's your, that's, that's, yeah, that's fine. And I'm, I'm as red-blooded as they come. Yeah. People call you behind your back (laughs) Mr. Virile. They call me Desperate Dan. <laughs> <laughs> there he comes, Mr. Cow Pie with his bulging chest. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that, right? Yeah, imagine that. Imagine uh, you're at Thompson uh, Cartoon Comic Book Offices, yeah? Right, listeners, imagine you are at Thompson Cartoon Comic Book Offices. Right. Okay. Right, pitch meeting. What have you got? Uh, I've got a boy. Tell me more about this boy. He's a menace. He's called Dennis the Menace. He's naughty. He gets into little pranks. He's got a slingshot. He's a little rascal. He's fun. Brilliant. Great. To give him his own magazine. I've got someone. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's a man. What's he called? Dan. What what is he? A menace as well? No, he's desperate. (laughs) He's desperate. Oh, right. Okay. Desperate for what? (laughs) Cow pie. Oh. <laughs> okay. What's that? <laughs> beef pie. No, no, not beef pie. Cow pie. It's got horns coming out of it. Oh. So there's a whole cow in this pie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what else? Well, he's got a massive chest, little legs, blue jeans, and he's strong. Does he beat people up? No, hmm, don't know. Uh, what else does he do? Don't know. <laughs> does he have any friends? Don't know. He's a cowboy. Hmm. Cowboy. Uh, 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 <laughs> don't know. <laughs> kind of. And he lives in Scotland. Hmm. 
Well, uh, we've got no time to think of anything else, so yeah, he's in. <laughs> he will be the face of our magazine for the next 40 years. Can we call it Desperate Dan Magazine? No. No, Dan D. Fine. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Desperate Dan. There was another magazine, a kid's comic for girls called Bunty. <laughs> right, yeah. Lewis was making me laugh about Bunty. Was he? Yeah. Because just the idea of Bunty. Yeah. He kept saying Bunty, Bunty. And then he started imagining there was a kid. And he goes, oh, we're going to have to get you some new shorts. Your Bunty's showing. <laughs> yeah, lovely. <laughs> Your Bunty. Your Bunty. It does sound a bit rude, doesn't it? <laughs> Is it the arts? Maybe. Yeah, Bunty. Bunty. With an M. No, with an M. With an M. Bunty. <laughs> So, all these prisoners have escaped from Azkaban. What are you thinking at this point? Oh, inside job. Yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it? Because, also, no Dementors have been released like when Sirius Black escaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Dark Lord has got control over the Ministry in some capacity. So, like, there's enough followers that... It's dodgy, isn't it? I think Azkaban needs an Ofsted-style inspection, yeah? Things are going on there, right, that are not good, yeah? The Dementors are not doing their jobs, yeah? Yeah, because how how do ten people escape? Because they're all in, like, separate rooms, aren't they? What's that all about? Unless, like, they let them all out during playtime or whatever. Did a big hole through the wall while they were... Breaking up stones. Mm. How do they get out? I remember in the film where it's just like... Like a big explosion, isn't it, or something? And then, what's she called? Helena Bomber Carter, just like cackling. Yeah, Helena Bomber da Bomber da Don't be laughing, you got to swim through the sea now. Oh! quick swim well it was good very good (laughs) (laughs) it's not that far away the camera makes it look like it's a big sea but it's really not we're just on the end of a pier all right so weird azkaban isn't it because like yeah weird azkaban we've got alcatraz we've got azkaban yeah and you've got prison guards we've got uh goths who's the goths the dementors dementors yeah a goth, that's a skeleton. All oh, right, skeleton. That's death. We've got skeleton that sucks out your living, breathing soul. Dementis kiss. Don't put your lips on mine. Don't come near my mouth. That is sexual assault. Not yeah. you, the dementors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it is for me as well. Uh, the rules apply to me. That's so funny at the beginning of Potter Vision. Ultimately, it's my choice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he tries to. We won't. We won't talk about that. Yeah, let's have a look. Bode. Yeah, Broderick Bode. Yeah, he's been found dead in hospital, hasn't he? Yeah. Broderick Bode, who was he was an unspeakable. That job at the ministry at the Department of Mysteries, he's an unspeakable, right? And Broderick Bode has been killed. By the devil's snare. Yeah? 
which as some of you will remember, <coughs> is the plant that nearly killed Ron Ari and Hermione, yeah, in book one. Book one. In book one. And it killed Broderick Bood. Devil Snare is still out and about. I thought they got rid of Devil Snare. Yeah, I know. Get rid. Make it extinct. <laughs> like, you can't save the white rhino, but you can't kill Devil Snare. Yeah, why don't we do that? Some, you know, like, it's like, oh, don't touch foxgloves. Don't eat foxgloves. They'll kill you. Yeah, get rid well, of let's, them then. Let's kill them then if we can't eat them. Yeah. What are they for? Bees have got plenty of choice. They don't need a foxglove. Oh, glove. don't go in the long grass. A tick will bite you. Let's exterminate the long grass then. Yeah, let's cut the grass. Mow the lawn. Oh, a lot of wildlife. Will go, go in that pond. Uh, uh, a bacteria will go in your ear and yeah. make you insane. Bloody Drain the pond. Ticks are such a big thing in Germany. They're like a massive problem. Fucking like, hell. Honestly, last year, three separate occasions, a kid will come to school with like massive red like cuts and things on their face. And I'll be like, what happened to you? And they were like, a tick. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Scary. I began to think that the UK is the only safe place in the world. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Well, actually, it's maybe not UK, just Britain. It's got the... N- <laughs> we love the Irish. This has all been a joke. Um, we hope you understand that. We hope you've taken the sarcastic tone into account. Oh. Well, it's got the natural barrier of the sea, hasn't it, Britain? So maybe there's a lot fewer, like, nasty insects and stuff because of that. Who bloody knows? <laughs> so, this, th- you know what? I'm worried about the wizarding world, right? People are escaping from prisons. The prisons are not secure, right? People are sending in dangerous plants into hospitals, right, to kill people. Yeah. The hospitals are not secure. Hogwarts is being run by a maniac. The school is not secure. The ministry is certainly not secure. I'm worried for wizarding society. I don't know about you. Um. Yeah, well, I feel like uh, things are finally taking a shift and... Uh, the bad boys are getting control, but don't worry. I feel like ultimately the good ones will win. Yeah, ultimately we'll be fine. But yeah, it is definitely since book four. Uh, it's now feeling like it's <coughs> coming. The entire world is going wrong. Like before, it's always just been something a bit weirds going on at Hogwarts. Mm. But now it the circle of influence has widened to the entire Wizarding Britain. Mm. Yeah. Um, just another reminder that Stephen Fry does an awful impression of Susan Bones with a lisp. Oh yeah, because he's like a soft R as well, doesn't he? Yeah. You that do that for Ron sometimes. Yeah, I do sometimes. I just. I'm, I'm, it shocks me. Welcome to the Bowow Howie. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and then you drop it immediately. Yeah, I do. I think well, I won't do that anymore. Yeah. Welcome to the Bowow Highway. <laughs> but he's like um, Stephen Fry, Susan Bones. He's like, oh, it's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible. That yeah. is Christopher Columbus's daughter. <laughs> that you're doing an impression of. I wonder who's richer, Christopher Columbus or Stephen Fry? 
got to be Stephen Fry, I reckon. You think? I think so. You think Columbus? Well, I suppose movies are more... There's more money in movies than TV, isn't there? Residuals. Yes, that's true. But hey, how many repeats of QI are there? How many repeats of Home Alone are there? Loads. Yeah. <laughs> Neville's finally starting to take school seriously. All yeah. it was took was for his parents' torture to break out of prison. Yeah. Well... Hmm. Parents torturous, broken out of prison. Uh, guess I'll knuckle down now. Nothing to do with your upcoming exams. No, no, no. No, it's no. The fear of the torturer. Hey, that's a good name for Harry. Harry Potter and the fear of the torturer. No, no. How about this? Harry Potter and like uh, the hate of the torturer. Ooh. Harry Potter and the noise bleed of the Irish. <laughs> Imagine that. Harry Potter and the Birkin Hair lap dancing club. <laughs> <laughs> Should we go improvise Potter and suggest that? <laughs> yeah. Should we? We're not taking anything from you, Potter Vision boys. Oh. <laughs> We're the Potter Vision boys. Yeah, we know you are. Yeah, we know you are. You've been telling everybody on the way in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah, enjoy this. We're on tomorrow, one forty-five. Oh, don't, don't be doing that. Yeah. Um. Joe's jealous of Hermione. Well, I'm... That's girls, though, isn't it? Sorry, girls. No, 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 you're mad. <laughs> what do you mean? Harry's like this. Huh? Like, Harry's got your attitude. He's like, oh, women. This is Valentine's Day. No, I'm not Day. a women. Girls. Girls, right. Harry has arranged to spend Valentine's Day with Cho Chang in Hogsmeade, right? Then he... How he early are them other ones? It's kissing. I know. 10 a.m. You can't, you can't mm. be kissing at mm. 10 a.m. Right, look. You should not be kissing while McDonald's are still doing breakfasts. That's the rule, yeah? On a date. On a date, well, yeah, right. <laughs> Mid-morning day. <laughs> Ash Brown with that snog. Yeah, all right. Do you want to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I go to a car boot? Yeah, car boot. No, I'm with Cho car on this. Boot and a, car, car boot and a cuddle. Car boot and a cuddle, is it, love? Tai Chi in a movie. <laughs> tai Chi in a movie. Have we ever mentioned Tai Chi in a movie? No, we were in Cardiff. That's one yeah. And we were in like a no, civic centre or something. Yeah. A museum, <laughs> and there was an advertisement for Tai Chi and a movie. Yeah, and we kept laughing at it. Tai Chi and a movie, hon. <laughs> Just about it's the two most random things in the world. Tai Chi and a movie. Come along, yeah, and just casually ringing somebody, ringing a friend up. You busy today? Fancy uh, Tai Chi and a movie? <laughs> you brave? No, I am with Cho on this one. Right, Harry has agreed a month ago. To spend Valentine's Day with her. They've already kissed. Oh. They're not... I don't think they're an official couple. But they've kissed. They know they're romantically interested in each other. They've agreed to spend Valentine's Day together. <coughs> and then he drops the bombshell on her that he's going to meet with Hermione Granger at midday. And also, the distance between Hogsmeade and Hogwarts 
it's substantial. Yeah, it is. So it's gonna be at least half hour walk. Yeah, half hour walk. So let's say and they're then leaving. At when did you get to Hogwarts? Another half hour walk to the room you're meeting at. Yeah, another half hour walk. You should be yeah, because they must leave at about like. Even if they leave at like half eight or something, for so example. I set my alarm for seven a.m. this morning. Gonna go get up and smoke George. <laughs> Got a date. Yeah, he must have only spent about an hour with her, because he's an hour early for the meeting as well. So he's supposed to meet Hermione at twelve, and then she goes, "Oh, you're an hour early." How long has he spent? He's only spent about half hour with Joe, and then he's ditching her. And then when she's like annoyed. He goes, oh, women. Excuse you. Well. Pig. Uh, I'm on Joe Chang's side there. He should have said to Hermione, look, can we do this tomorrow? It's Valentine's Day. I've agreed to go with Joe. Someone's beating Hagrid up. Someone is, you don't know him or what I'm saying. He wants to beat Hagrid up. Do you? No, I don't. Someone oh, is. Someone is. Yeah, what is that? I don't, I can't remember what that's all about. Uh, is it? Is it Umbridge? Is it... Oh, is it Grop? Yes, you... Oh, I figured it out. It's Grop. Yes, you effing C. It's Grop. I'm an effing C. <laughs> so is Grop just battering him? Wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. If you could. Yeah, I'd batter Hagrid if I could. Slap some sense into the man. Ooh. Um. Right. Time we on. It is half eleven. Also, he was late. Yeah, I was fifteen minutes late. Normally, it takes twenty-five minutes to half an hour to uh, get here, and it took me forty-five minutes today for some reason. Yeah. So, can I, well, Harry does his hair in a teaspoon reflection. Do you remember Ma- that bit? Martina might like that. What is it? Pablo eggs go bow. Is she uh, is she vegetarian? No. Oh, good. Doggy sausage. No, tell it over. Pablo, eggs cabal. Go bow. Eggs go bow, and it's a something to eat. Yeah, bow buns. Sounds fantastic. For breakfast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does sound great. You'd like it as well. Yeah, Pablo, eggs go bow. But it's like pick up only, so you'd have to drive up, just grab it, and then sit in your car and eat it. Fantastic. Can you not walk there? Can't walk around here. Oh right, it's around here. Yeah, fair enough. We'll come out of our way, half hour drive, to eat it in a car. No, it sounds good. It's worth it, though. Yeah. But they ripped you off on the orange juice. Yeah. But Harry's mental. Would you use this straw now? No, I Why? wouldn't. Out of interest? No, I wouldn't. Why wouldn't? Because it's been sat there for a few days. Yeah, yeah. And because it's in between your toes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's trying to get me to rush, and then he's like... Oh, would you touch that straw that I've got in between my toes? Got a couple of recommendations for you. Come and see that. Go and eat. It's Pablo Eggs Galbao. Anyway, come on. <laughs> Gotta be going in a minute. Would you eat a muffin that I'd made with my elbows? <laughs> a muffin that <laughs> I'd made with my elbows. <laughs> oh. Right, what I'm saying is cool. Harry Potter. Oh, no. What? Harry Potter, everything all right? Harry Potter is fixing his hair using the reflection from the back of a teaspoon. Don't do that. Back of a teaspoon, it's concave. Is it concave or the other one? Convex. 
It's not going to be a good reflection. Well, let's get dressed in a hall of mirrors. <laughs> well, he's never had much Harry, so he makes ends meet, doesn't he? Like, grow up with the Dursleys. Like, you just yeah. get what you give him. Like, oh, can I have a love of mirror? No, he's a spoon. Right, make do. He's resourceful, and that's what I've always respected about him. He's like a minimalist. He, like, doesn't crave for new things. Unless it's a necessity, he didn't have to have the nicest clothes. He just have if clothes work, he has them, and that's Harry Potter. Who are you, and what have you done with Tom Lawrenson? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. He did that to me yesterday as well. <laughs> he had a second wind and became uh, coherent. Yesterday, what were we doing? Um, we oh yeah, we went to see the railway children, Let's which we don't want to talk about too much. And I turned to Lucas on the way there. And I went, I think this is going to be really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> What's the name of the coffee shop? Who runs it? Oh. It's Madame Puddyfoot. Coffee in Harry Potter sounds off. Yeah, it? it's weird, isn't every it? They don't have anything normal. It's like, yeah. would you like some <laughs> fucky beer? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sh- yeah, like it should be called like magic bean juice. Well, that yeah, doesn't sound well, nice. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, goblin speed. Yeah, goblin speed. Yeah, uh, do you want a bit of Java sludge? Yeah, yeah, I love a bit of Java sludge. Yeah, yeah, a bit of Java sludge. But they go to a coffee shop, right? And they sit there, uh. and then the waitress comes, and um, he goes, two coffees, please." Uh, we're a coffee shop. You're gonna have to be a bit more specific than that. We've got americano, cappuccino, mocha flat chocolate, white. flat white, latte, latte, nice espresso, coffee. double espresso, espresso triple espresso, espresso, milkshakes. <laughs> what do you want? Well, I, you know, I said coffee. I don't ask for a milkshake. Oh, <laughs> we do coffee flavor milkshake. Oh. Um, yeah, Harry, you fucked up here, pal. You're on a lovely date with Cho Chang. She's taking you somewhere romantic on purpose. People are holding hands. People are kissing. You decide to be an ass. Then she gets upset. Then she wants to talk about Cedric. You silly ass. Yeah, I think you've royally messed this up. And I would not blame her if she never wanted to see your face again. So, they meet up with Rita Skeeter and Luna Lovegood. Um, Rita, I I love that everyone only has one outfit. It's like, Rita Skeeter, well, she's wearing the same things, but looking a bit tired now. Yeah, she's wearing them every day. And she's unemployed? Yeah, unemployed, yeah. So, that's to show that she's a... She's down on her luck or whatever. Yeah, she she can't buy new things now that she's uh, been sacked. Can't magic yourself a jumper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, magic hits. Go steal from muggles. Yes, don't go to Madame Malkin's. Just magic yourself clothes. There's no one keeping tabs on people just using magic against muggles. There'd be no way to police that. No. No, well, they try, don't they? Because there's the thing about that Mundungus Fletcher with the nose-biting teacup. Or he shrunk a key or something. Well, he's messing with them. But if if you're in a, a cafe... Yeah. And they turn the backs so and you open a till with your wand and take oh out yeah. the money. No one's going to... Yeah. Accio wallet. Accio pork pie. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. No one's going to say anything, are they? I'm sat over here. How can I have nicked that pork pie? Oh, you mm. waved your one. You said, Akio, pork pie. you got pork jelly all around your mouth. You Ooh. beard. It's mainly pastry and jelly, isn't it, Jim? That's me doing Craig Cash. <laughs> so, Tom. <coughs> oh, no, you asked me. Lucas. Yeah. How many um, smatterings of pork pie jelly around a man's mouth are you going to give this out of five? I bloody enjoyed this chapter. Um, again, it was like one of those where it didn't feel like a lot happened. But we've got this mass outbreak from Azkaban. We have the date with Cho that went disastrously, all because of Harold Potter. Then we have the meeting in the pub where Harry is going to sell his story to the press. Mm. To the quibbler, no less. Oh. So I'm excited to see the reaction from the wizarding world to Harry's story albeit in a nutty newspaper. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Do you know what? Bugger it. I'm going to give it five smatterings of pork pie jelly out of five. Um, Myself, I wholeheartedly agree. This chapter was filled in with detail. Mm. Detail that I couldn't take my eyes off. I was obsessed. Yeah. It completely enchanted me. Oh, and finally the maturity that they're all showing whether that's, you know, dating or the immaturity of maturity, you know, not knowing how to read someone's signals. For that reason, I can give this chapter no less than five smatterings of pork pie jelly around a man's mouth out of five. Fantastic. Is there a quiz? Nope. Oh. All right, here's a quiz. All right. Number one, how much is a breakfast bow? Where from? Uh... Pablo Escobar. Bow. Pablo Escobar. <laughs> a breakfast bow, I'm going to go with £8.49. £6.90. Okay. How much is um, a little pot of sauce? A pot of sauce? Yeah. Pound. 65p. Oof, I'm going high too many times. How much is one hash brown? It's big and it's dusted with cracked salt. Okay, £2. £1.75. Oh! How much is this one's gonna be you never gonna get this one? How much is one orange juice? One orange juice one pound twenty. Three pound forty five. What why was there <laughs> why was everything else so cheap? And then a thing of orange was three forty five. Freshly squeezed. Oh yeah, sorry. Freshly squeezed. Apology Some accepted. Right. I was gonna complain about the price, but then I saw you doing that. <sighs> That's an extra two pounds worth that. <sighs> Thank you for freshly squeezing that. Ugh. I love you. Here's the money. Now, Tom, are you ready for the nation's second favourite segment, Hedwig's Droppings? How long is it? Well, I've got three emails to read out, and then you're not going to do any stories. You haven't got time. You got here too late. All right. Well, uh, there's quite a few, so... I don't know. You might have to do them separately and add it on at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll add it on at the end. So, we're not alluding to owl poo. We're not no alluding to plop. Really. You get your shoes on, I'll do it on my own. You don't listen to this bit anyway. <laughs> you get your shoes and you go. I'm listening, go on. Get ready. So right. Compliments about me half the time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, we've had a five star review from 52853895375683. You didn't need to read that out. I did. Now, they say the best possible way to reignite your love of Harry Potter. I am on episode 49 and I'm loving it. However, since I've been binge listening, I've become frustrated with the amount of times Tom has asked for people to write in their thoughts. 
So once I've finished, I will be contacting Tom and Lucas with a very large PDF document containing my thoughts on absolutely everything they've asked for thoughts on. Expect big things, Pottervision boys. Expect big things. Well, the thing is, I used to do that a lot, and no one has ever <laughs> yeah. written in. We ask all the time, and I think people think we're joking. We want contact. Ah, uh, leave it. Don't bother. Yeah, yeah. Um, we want this week for you to give us fake Harry Potter book titles. That'll be fun. Mm. Now, we have had another five-star review from Tom's Little Boy. Tom Little? No, Tom's <laughs> Little Boy. Now, he says, Hello, Pottervision. I am a little boy from Australia, and my brother lives in Lancaster. We don't have much in common, but we do have the Pottervision podcast. Last week, we went to your show in Manchester. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-Manchester. Ba-ba-ba-ba. We've not got time. And Tom kept calling me a little boy. Ever since, I've had nightmares of Tom as a sorting hat moaning. You have not, liar. I love every second of your podcast. I will spread the word of Pottervision in Australia. From James and Damon. I feel like Damon's the Australian. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. All right, Damon. Anyway, sorry if it's James. Now, finally, we've had an email from Susie Grace. Now, Susie says, I'm very excited to be sending this message. I discovered the podcast in February while traveling in Guatemala. And I have finally caught up with the latest episode. You may not remember, but in the first episode, you discuss how Harry Potter is a comfortable staple in life that you you constantly go back to, just like McDonald's. And I had a Truman Show moment as I was shamefully biting into a quarter pounder with cheese at the same time. I love the show, and hearing the two of you chatter about the UK has really helped me to stop feeling homesick. It's been a roller coaster of emotions. I feel like I never got closure on Lucas's mould problem. Susie, neither did I. I've, st- I've never had closure on the mould problem. Are you trying to sell that? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to sell it. Uh, I've had closure. <laughs> uh, and I found myself worrying about Tom's nosy neighbour. Is she still alive? As we She's haven't. Dead. No, no. She's not. She's alive. She's alive. She's alive. I feel like you've made peace with her a bit, have you? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if we've invited her uh, into our home, we're living in a thruple now. <laughs> <laughs> you made me laugh under the little trump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't expecting the word thruple. Um, anyway, I've <sighs> just arrived back in the UK for the first time in a year, and I'm thrilled to be coming up to the Fringe for the first time. I have booked tickets to the Pottervision show and Tom's stand-up show on Tuesday. That's tomorrow. Can't wait to see the live show in all its glory. Thanks for all the laughs over the past months, and please keep doing what you do. It's bringing so much joy to so many people. Aww. Thank you so much, Susie Grace, and please uh, make sure to say hello and say I'm Susie, f- and I've been in Guatemala, and we'll remember you. I'm Susie, I've been in Guatemala, I remember. <laughs> uh, no, no, she says that, and then we say we remember you. So that has been Hedwig's Droppings. This This has been been the Pottervision Podcast. Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. As always, we're at the Fringe for one more week. Uh, So if you want to join us, come and see us. We're at 1.45 every day until the 27th of August. And, uh, yeah, get on the Patreon. The live version of the new show is on there from the Baby Hermione tier upwards. There's over 60 episodes uh we've done an episode on joe and rory which we might add a add an extract in Mm. uh either this week or Uh next week um yeah so that was fantastic meeting the boys talking to the boys Mm. and uh yeah there's all sorts of other stuff going on next time we will be on episode 121 chapter 26 of book five scene and 
Unforeseen. Oh. You have been Tom Lawrenson. You have been Lucas Kirkby. Bye-bye. Good, good. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.